Hey everyone, I am Jim Gast of SpliceNet Consulting and welcome to No Law Firm Left Behind. Um, you know, I really appreciate every week that you join. Uh, I was off last week, unfortunately, I was on, under the weather, but you know, I really appreciate when you join and I want to give you a good value for your time. Uh, and I couldn't think of anything better today than to talk about um, one of the things that most law firms are using these days, and that's uh, that's Microsoft 365. And so when I think of Microsoft 365, I can make a very broad assumption to say that more than 75% of businesses, especially law firms today, are using Microsoft 365. It's, um, it's the go-to platform when it comes to uh, productivity software in the cloud. It's eliminating uh, or, or at least making it, uh, giving law firms and, and businesses the ability to eliminate servers that they used to have on premise, save a whole lot of money, and, uh, and and actually improve their efficiency in their in their law firms. Uh, the problem is is that most law firms, the people at the law firms, they don't think of Microsoft 365 the way I think of Microsoft 365. I look at it like a, uh, a productivity suite and a, a, a bunch of applications that can all be utilized together uh, to improve productivity, increase efficiency, increase security, and most importantly, make you money, right? Help you get clients. Um, but the sad thing is that the organizations that have Microsoft 365, they think of only a couple of things in them. One, without, it's a no-brainer email, right? Everybody thinks Microsoft 365 email. That's that's right. I mean, it's important. It's powerful. It's very useful for that. But uh, but there's a lot more. The other thing they think of it, um, and it's kind of a, a contest between the two, but uh, document storage. So OneDrive and SharePoint, I can put my documents in there and we can get rid of our file server, uh, not have to invest in the server anymore, and we can share our documents to each other. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you can share them out to the world, uh, people, your clients, if you want to. The other thing, I think there's a big contest between documents and Microsoft Teams now. Collaboration, uh, group chat, meetings, and, and, and things like that. Um, that's Those are three of the things, right? And I think that Teams and documents, uh, document storage are really kind of fighting with each other right now as far as how popular each of them are. And finally, the thing that everybody everybody looks at Microsoft 365, the thing that they first thought that it was, was just another version of the Office applications, Word, PowerPoint, Excel, Outlook, Publisher, and OEX, uh, Access, and, and OneNote. Um, and so for those those items, by the way, all those applications I just mentioned, those, those five applications, I kind of lumped them into one. I still call them the Office apps, right? They're the productivity applications. But the, again, sadly, most organizations only think of Microsoft 365 for those purposes. But did you know that there are more than 30 applications that are that come with your Microsoft 365 at any level? Um, almost every one of the, the plans include um, the, 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 these, these other applications we're going to talk about today. Again, you know, we're going to talk about them. We're going to demo them. Uh, and I'll also add that on March 30th, I'm having a webinar. It's a 30-minute workshop, actually, where I'm going to go into real-world examples on how you can get the most out of your Microsoft 365. 
<coughs> excuse me. Sorry about that. And so, and I'm going to do some real scenarios. I'm taking questions in advance. I'm going to set up some scenarios and actually do some demonstrations in this workshop. It won't be televised on No Law From Left Behind. It'll be a separate workshop. So if you want to get signed up, they'll be, uh, the link to register for the workshop is, uh, it's a shortened link. So it's bit.ly, bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash Microsoft 365 dash workshop dash March. Okay. And it's on your screen here as well. I'll also put it in the, uh, in the podcast notes in, in case anybody wants to find it there. Plus you'll find it in the uh, LinkedIn post, YouTube and Facebook as well. So let's get right down to it. Let's talk about some of these 30 plus applications that are unique and independent of all the things I mentioned in the beginning, right? I'm going to go fire rapid through them, okay? Just on the surface, Microsoft Forms, Microsoft Planner, Microsoft To Do, uh, Bookings, Power Automate, uh, Applications in Teams. Let's see, you know, I've got a whole list, a productivity list. Uh, Delve, I mean, which is, you know, a, a kind of, on its um, on, uh, on get being deprecated, I think it's on its last leg. Um, Intune, right? Intune comes with Microsoft. And if you don't know what these things are, don't worry about it. I'm going to talk about it in the workshop, and I'm going to go into depth with some of them right now. Um, let's see here. I think Mile IQ, a lot of people don't think about Mile IQ, the tracking your mileage or automatically tracking your mileage by GPS. Uh, I mentioned Planner and Power BI Pro is something that a lot of people don't think of. That's dashboarding. Um, so BitLocker to, to lock your, um, you know, the encrypt your hard drives, right? Whiteboard is an application and, uh, and Sway is another application. The Staff Hub, right, is another one. It's scheduling of people. So, you know, these are just a short list. I haven't really even said it all. Email security, stuff you don't even think about, right? And some of these depend on the level, the whether you get the business or the premium, um, and if you get E3, you get more, you know, all of these are dependent upon, I'm kind of looking at the list over here. Sorry about that. Uh, stream, I mentioned OneDrive, we mentioned, uh, exchange online where, you know, the, you don't really think about everything that you've got in Microsoft 365. And there are some real world examples that I'm going to talk about right now that can actually make these make help you be more make make these applications make you more productive help you get clients and keep clients too so let's kind of go into it right microsoft forms wow you know the ability to generate forms is it sounds simple right but if you're a law firm and you don't have a great case management system and you don't have a website that has an intake form on it, you can build an intake form on, on in Microsoft Forms, not going to be extremely elaborate, right? It's not like, you know, you're going to get from like, a, you know, a, a practice management application or a hot docs or something like that, but a really nice form that you can send to somebody that they can fill out for you. And then it fills out a spreadsheet, right? Or you can put it on your website and they can fill out the form on your website. It's an intake form, right? You can use Microsoft Forms. It's not meant as an intake form, but it's just a form tool that you can make forms out of. So think of it like this. Somebody comes in, you they fill a form out on your website that goes right into and, and then alerts you of something, gives them the ability to schedule also online. Talk to you about that in a minute. Uh, you know, now you've got a process where people can actually schedule time with you. Uh, and I know a lot of people think about, so I don't want people to schedule time with me without me being in control over it. And I'm going to correct you on that. Okay. Honestly, um, you want to have a framework around the times that people can grab you on your calendar. 
You know, like, for example, for me, I don't want any meetings on Monday mornings just to pop up on me, but I leave it open to people to schedule with me Monday afternoons. And do I want new clients to potentially schedule without with me without me knowing? You bet I do. Why? I'm in business to serve my clients and serve new clients and get new clients. So why not you know, put a form on my website that can allow them to fill it out and right there, book a time that I say is my time that's allowed. So you know, with a framework that I, I control. Always, right? I'll meet a new client anytime they want to potentially talk. So Microsoft Forms. Then when they get into the office, right, and they actually uh, are sitting there and you're going to become a client, Think about what you can do with forms. You can have them fill out details for 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 uh, estate planning documents, DR documents, personal injury documents. All kinds of data can be collected if you just build a few simple forms. And these forms can be filled out by people outside of the office. Not to mention inside the office, a medical records request. Hey, I need to do a medical records request. I know there's some elaborate systems out there for that. Uh, but it's still a thing where we have to track it. So why not build a form where you can just type in, uh, you know, something that we we requested some medical records from somebody or some some entity. Microsoft Forms is a tool included in your Microsoft 365 that a lot of people don't think about. So boom, right there, you know, you've already out of the gate got new clients with this and saved your staff and them a bunch of time from writing it down and then retyping it somewhere. And so your client put it in for you. Heck, if that if you don't really feel like that's what you want your client to do, you could use the form, but you get consistency and consistency leads to efficiency and productivity and ultimately those things at the bottom line. Now, I'm going to take a jump into that scheduling thing that I talked about, right? Microsoft has this app included in, in Microsoft 365 at just about every level called Microsoft Bookings. Wow, what an incredible tool. Bookings is an awesome tool. And so that's, sorry, I have a red bird that bangs my window every morning. And it's, she decided to come just now. And so she's going to be here for five minutes pecking at the window. Sorry about that in advance. But I digress. So bookings, right? And so bookings is a great application. Think of it like this. I have my calendar. I, I control my calendar, what gets on it, what, what doesn't get on it, okay? But maybe I want to give somebody else in my office the ability to schedule me for with clients. So if a receptionist, maybe I don't want to give her my insight to my calendar, but I wanted to see he or she, my apologies, said so want that receptionist to see what's available for me to book, what's available for them to book something for me. And then I put categories of things. So if it's an internal, initial consultation, I give it an hour or half an hour. If it's a, you know, if it's a client meeting, right, I give it an hour. If it's this, I get this, 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 and this. Um, and so I turn that not out to the world, but into my office so that anybody that wants to come grab my time can use my bookings page, if you will. It's a web page. It can be private. It can be only in the in, in, only within the organization or you can turn it out to the world. But in this scenario, we're talking about keeping it private just to the organization. Anybody can come here and say, OK, you know what? They need to have this initial consultation. For that matter, you can just set it up for, for office meetings, too, if somebody wants to meet with you. So you set up what are called services in it. And services dictate 
the times in which you can do whatever they're asking to do. So I might say I only want initial consultations on Tuesdays and Thursdays from four and, you know, from three to five o'clock or six o'clock at night. Right. And so that's the only time I allot. And that's the only time anybody that's going for initial consultation can book within the office. So you can control how it's used. Now, the power of that is to turn it out to the internet. And this is really where it gets really cool because bookings can now include not only the, the ability for somebody to look at your calendar and only see available time slots. I don't see details. They can grab an available time slot, be required to fill out a form. Okay. And that form gets filled out by them at the same time. And you can put required fields on it. And then in addition to that, it sets up that Microsoft Teams meeting, if you want to do it by Teams, or they can do it in person. So it can have an option to do it virtual or in person. So I like virtual. That way you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to sit in your office. You can do the meeting from wherever you're at. So I, I like the ability for that, that bookings link to set up a Teams meeting if I wanted to, or you can do the in-person. Um, but here's the really cool thing. When that person's filling out that form, the awesome thing about it is that they are then presented with the opportunity to remind them by text messaging. So they can check a little checkbox and they can now get text message reminders. From an initial consult perspective, I know that's a big problem for attorneys. I know the percentage of initial consults that are, that are set versus the percentage of initial consults that are sat, okay, attended, if you will. The percentage is different. We know that. It would be great if it's 100%, but it's not. And a lot of times, many times, it's because people are forgetting that. So if we can take that, that they're forgetting it, take that away and send them a text message instead, we raise the percentage of the sats closer to the percentage of the sets, right? So now we can improve our efficiency and we don't have to waste time sitting around waiting for somebody to show up that's not going to show up. We can have a higher percentage of people. Now that's a way Microsoft 365 can make you money. Boom, right there. No doubt about it. So just those, just in Microsoft Forms and Microsoft Bookings, I've shown you what two ways already to make money and get new clients and make, and, and with the power of Microsoft Teams, which we all should know about at this time, which is in, if you have Microsoft 365 and you're paying for Zoom or using a Zoom subscription, you need to dump Zoom unless you have to have for a particular reason, because you can do everything in Microsoft Teams that you can do in Zoom. And if you have the subscriptions for Microsoft 365, more than you can do in Zoom. So, uh, and, and it's just as easy to use. It's all web. It's a web interface. You will use it through a web browser. So you don't have to have a subscription on the other side to use it, just like Zoom. It let, The meetings can last longer. You can automatically record all kinds of fantastic things in Microsoft Teams. But the power of just those three things alone right there, okay, I've shown you just right here. This should make it worth your time to come to this workshop because I'm going to show you how to work some of that stuff out. But I digress, okay? There are still more things, right? Planner is a fantastic application that a lot of people just don't know about in Microsoft 365. And I'm looking forward to my list here. Planner is, it's included at all levels and it's a, it's a task management system. So I can say, all right, so uh, here's a great example. I plan my, my podcasts, my live streams in Planner. And I have what are called buckets, okay? 
This is an idea bucket. This is a you know in process bucket. This is a schedule bucket, and this is a pro a post production bucket, right? And so I have all of the things that I have to do in cards, if you will, in Microsoft Planner. So. This show was a card in Microsoft Planner, had a checklist on it. It was a template that I put together that I reused. And I had to go through the checklist and do everything on there. And then I had to put notes on it. You know, I had to put schedules on it, put percentage of completion on it, right? And then move it through the process, the buckets, if you will. So Planner is a, is a project or task management system that helps you organize and your team organize the things that you have to do. So let's talk about it for a law firm. So what is a good example of, of a law firm, of, of a legal process, right? Now, I don't pretend to be in a, a lawyer. I've been around lawyers and law firms now for 25 years, uh, right around there. And so I understand that there's different phases in a case, right? There's discovery and there's other things, right? And so on and so forth. So every one of those goes through a process. So why not use Microsoft Planner to create that process? So you can see where every case is in at what stage and what's been done. And when we've made it to the pass the discovery, now we're into you know whatever the next process is in in this 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 case matter type, right? You move it into that that bucket, if you will. So we can see all of our things in a nice visual representation, and you can see who's done what on the checklist on Planner. And oh yeah, Microsoft includes an application called To Do. All right, and so To Do integrates with Outlook, and it's also an app for the phone and an app for the desktop. And so all of those to-dos can be found in Outlook or in the application called to-do. So when I set up a case and I say, okay, this person's got this, this person's got this, this person's got this, and here's their deadline, it just goes over into their applications, into their to-dos. Now, if they want to see a whole overview, they can use Planner as well. But if they're just worried about what they've got to do, they can use the to-dos. Again, this is another thing I'm going to demonstrate and set up a real-world scenario in this workshop. By the way, the workshop's 90 minutes. Okay, so, I mean, it's going to be in-depth with a lot of very serious demonstrations. So think about it. Now we're not forgetting stuff. Now we can have a nice, big, clear overview. Put a big television LCD screen. And you can put Planner up on that LCD screen and everybody can see the, the dashboard, if you will, right? Because it has a nice dashboard on it. By the way, Power BI is another application. Power BI is a dashboarding application. And so Planner uses Power BI interfaces to show the statuses of various things in the way we want to see them. But if that's not good enough, Power BI is a dashboard development tool that you can take and you can use and develop for your organization to monitor, you know, any kind of metric or KPI uh, that you're looking for in stages and status. Like, for example, you know, an example would be I've got a spreadsheet. Not that I, I would keep it in a spreadsheet. There's other places to keep it, but just to kind of make it a simple example, I keep a spreadsheet of all of my all of my sales opportunities, right? And so all of my sales opportunities are in a spreadsheet and I have statuses on them. So in Power BI, I can see where I stand on each one of them, drill down into that. And it's a desktop app as well as a web app. And it's a, it can be tied into Microsoft Teams so that if I have a sales team, if you will, everybody can go there and see in Microsoft Teams that, uh, that dashboard. So again, you know, another thing, 
to help keep us organized, make us stay on top. You know, I've got a whiteboard up here that I use. I like to have my whiteboard and I have my Microsoft, my Microsoft Power BI as well, part of my Microsoft 365. But I can see all my statuses of all my sales opportunities on my whiteboard. Same thing with Power BI. I've got the same thing in Power BI. So there we go. Just a few other things. Power Automate. So <laughs> this Redbird just does not give up. Sorry. And so Power Automate is yet another application. By the way, let's go down the list of what I talked about aside from the core functionality. Forms, Planner, To-Do, Bookings, Power BI. Those are five things you probably didn't know existed in your Microsoft 365. And oh, by the way, there's more. Okay. Um, and the one the last one I'm going to talk about is Power Automate. So um, you may be familiar with the old product or the product people still use called um, uh, If This Then That, right? And so it's an application that can help do workflows and process flows. Well, you've got that in Microsoft 365. So let's take a take, take a, a scenario and say, okay, somebody comes to my website and they they book something and they fill out the form, right? Well, what happens to that? What do I want to happen? Well, I wanted to automatically send them an email, a nice email template that I that I created with their information populated. And I wanted to send me a notification by text message and by email because I don't like sales opportunities to go, you know, ignored, right? I mean, there's nothing worse than not getting back to somebody really, really fast. Um, and oh, by the way, I wanted to send that email and put that, you know, put it in a database over here or or whatever and categorize it. You know, when that date comes also, I want to I want it to remind me to update that that opportunity in whatever platform that's in the spreadsheet or whatever. And then when I change that status of, of, of you know, of met with, you know, I want it to automatically send some more emails to them. That's Power Automate it used to be called Flow. All right. And so now you've and, and this is just examples of the front of the house kind of stuff. This isn't even the back of the house. Right. This isn't even, you know, hey, when I assign you that task, I want to put workflows on it, right? No, this is just client intake. Think about all the different things. That tool is incredibly powerful, and it's included in your Microsoft 365. So let's just kind of go over it because, you know, I don't want to belabor it too much. I only got to have only got nine more minutes to go. Uh, but again, that workshop, you don't want to miss that workshop. If you're listening instead of watching this live stream, go to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash B-I-T dot L-Y bit dot Lee. OK, forward slash Microsoft 365 dash workshop dash March. OK, hyphens, those dashes are hyphens. All right. Register for the workshop. It's going to be a 90 minute workshop. And, uh, and I'm going to go over and do some real world examples. The things I kind of mentioned right now, that's what I'm going to do in that workshop. I'm going to show you how to do that stuff. All right. So to reiterate, email. OK, obviously with email, everything, contacts, calendars and so on and so forth. That kind of goes without saying, I think. Right. Um, document storage. Right. Like your documents or group, your group documents, organization documents, Microsoft Teams. Right. Which is in their office collaboration and chatting. By the way, we can work on a document or, or a spreadsheet or a PowerPoint at the same time as each other. We can work on documents at the same time and not, not have any problems with, well, let, this is read-only. We'll let you know when it's available. No, you can edit documents at the same time that are stored in your Microsoft Teams. All right. Now, uh, those, are, those are the three main things people think of. Um, then I go into... Um, the, uh, the the other applications, some of the 30 plus ones, forms, planner, to do, 
uh, bookings, Power Automate, Power BI. I think those are what, seven, five at least applications apart from the other stuff, right? Now we're up to, you know, I think we're up to like 12 applications. Forgive my math. I'm not thinking about the math today. I think the point is this. There's a lot more to your Microsoft 365 than your Word, Outlook, and Excel, and PowerPoint, right? There's a lot more there than you just your email, just your document storage. There's so much there that you could actually put into practice to actually benefit your organization, to help you get more clients, to help. By the way, those, those forms, those have both. You can send it by email. You can you send a link by email. You can, send a, you can embed a link on your website. It's it's. Things you can do you never thought about doing, and all you've got to do is just explore your Microsoft 365 again. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to push the, the 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 workshop too much, but you know, I don't do them that often. And it's a 90 minute workshop. Trust me, it's 90 minutes that you're going to enjoy, going to learn, and going to walk away with with at least one, if not more, ways that you can you can improve the uh, the efficiency. And, and and profitability of your law firm, ultimately for growth of your law firm. So anyway, so if you're not a member of No Law Firm Left Behind uh, on LinkedIn, please go to the group on LinkedIn, No Law Firm Left Behind. Just go to a search for No Law Firm Left Behind on LinkedIn. You'll find the group and you'll find the company page. Like the company page, join the group, please. If you don't, uh, if you don't, if you can't remember it, just again, you know, the link on the, on, on the, uh, at the bottom here, then just go to LinkedIn and search it out. Okay, you can also search out "No Law from the Vine" on Google or or Bing, and uh, and you'll come up with a good result. If you're not uh, if you're not getting the magazine, the "No Law from the Vine" magazine, I I just so you know I'm not just an you know the only one on the cover, right? We get all kinds of great celebrities on the cover of "No Law from the Vine." Uh, PM me uh, on LinkedIn. And uh, it, 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 I think my um, it's James Gast Jr., I think, if I'm not mistaken, is my link. But you can find me all over the place. Just look at No Law From F Behind and uh, you'll find me there. But also, if you're looking for our old podcast, go to www.splice.net forward slash No Law From Left Behind. You can also find them on YouTube and you can also find them on the LinkedIn group. So hope today was very valuable. I hope it was, um, you know, it, it, I hope you find uh, something new in your Microsoft 365 that you can benefit from. Listen, if you're not a law firm owner, not a law firm manager, um, then you know it still is a is a great thing for you to bring to the to the business, the manager's owner, your boss's attention. Something that you can do. You can use all of these things uh, in Microsoft 365. Show somebody that you can use them, if nothing else. So listen, thanks a lot. Hope the show was good for you. Thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you again next week. I've got Paul Unger on next week. I'm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I think it's Paul next week. Um, so I'm very excited. We're going to talk about, uh, about cybersecurity stuff. So thanks a lot. Take care.